Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks. And today we're ch- chatting with Patricia Lohan. She is a feng shui expert. Why am I tongue-tying already? Manifesting magnet, alchemist, healer, and real-life Irish Celtic shaman. Some people call her the Mary Poppins of prosperity, which I'm excited to dive into just a wee bit. Patricia is the creator of Powerhouse Feng Shui and author of The Happy Home, a guide to creating a happy, healthy, wealthy life. She helps entrepreneurs make their homes and businesses magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. She shows you what they don't teach you in business school, what lies between the lines, your top secret tool for success. She has helped thousands of people across the globe embrace feng shui and creates lasting changes in their businesses, homes, and lives. Hi, welcome, love. (laughs) Thank you so much. Delighted to be here. I'm looking forward to floating on a cloud. (laughs) Well, I hope spirit comes through and we just have this glorious conversation. Share Mm -hmm. with us a bit about your own story. Um, so I haven't always been floating on a cloud, but my life is does feel like it floats on a cloud a lot. And um, I think just the name of your podcast is so beautiful because right now um, in my life, I have a lot of flow, a lot of joy, a lot of ease, um, a lot of goodness um, and abundance and support, um, which feels magnificent. And I didn't always feel like that, you know, in most parts of my life. So when I got into feng shui first, I was 15. Um, My family, we'd moved house probably about mm, 20 times at that stage. And we'd moved into a new home for the whatever time. And we were told, this is it. This is our dream home. We now live on the street in our town. You know, it's like the neighborhood that everyone wants to live in. We now live to there. Um, there was a lot of money there. My parents' business was doing well. Um, and once we moved in, it just kind of became a bit of a nightmare. And I am sure that spirit was speaking to me very, very strongly at that time. Um, because I got into feng shui and I was like basically being told there's something wrong with this house because it was a lot of money but there was a lot of drama a lot of sickness a lot of legal issues just it was just it was like a hex was put on my family so you those were the external things that were happening to your family and you were Mm -hmm. feeling it in the home so essentially well essentially um now as a you know feng shui master and teaching it for to thousands of people um your home basically has its own energetics and the people who move into it are impacted by the energetics of the home so essentially um when people ask me how do I know a house is good or bad feng shui I don't care about the furniture I don't care about how it looks aesthetically it doesn't actually matter what the address is it's the best street the most expensive house in the road what's going on in your life what's happening in your bank account what's happening in your relationships what's happening um 
with you know all aspects it's like your health your career your fame your reputation everything um so at that time in our lives and on my family's life it was a very difficult home to live in um a very difficult place to be um and difficult things were happening um and we actually that it was never it didn't end up being our forever home <laughs> typical my parents anyways we ended up moving from like we went up leaving that house a few years later moving in and all that stuff vanished gone no no, no it was just like gone what just huh. happened oh we moved huh so now um in my career this is what I see all the time with my clients, you know, and it's, you don't have to move house to change it. That's actually the really important thing. The important thing to note is that, you know, in that books that I bought when I was 15 and tried to feng shui, the, my house, my bedroom, um, there's a, there's a thin line between like the easy things you can do about the furniture and the cute things you can clear and declutter and all of that. And then there's the fundamental invisible energetics that are happening and going on in the house, impacting every single person's life, health, wealth, you know, relationships, everything. Um, and that's where it gets complicated. And now that's what I do for my clients. I figure that all out and tell them how to fix it. Um, but as a 15 year old, I really feel that I was, my soul was telling me there's something up with this house um and interestingly that house was along a terrace of two you know uh, in our in you know a terrace of houses so they were all connected so essentially there was four houses on this that were the same like built exactly like under the same roof the same dimension the same and um one day I was driving by like now like maybe about five five or six years ago with my husband and I just went oh, and I was like that house and that house and that house and that house all the neighbors they were exactly they weren't having the exact same manifestations but it was just trouble like drama in their lives and so when when i so that was really my intro into feng shui and i had no idea how impactful it could be on your on our lives except my soul knew spirit was telling me and i just wasn't able to kind of go figure this out and do the calculations so eventually when they moved house we actually, I got them to hire a feng shui expert for our next home. Um, my parents, like I was just something in me was like, there's something to this that we're just, that they don't, nobody really gets. Um, uh, so I was really into it. And then I um, was in university. So I kind of got completely then sidetracked with like, I'm just going to become a traditional bloke, get a job nine to five. And, you know, I had no idea this would end up being my career. Um, but um, studied business, ended up back working with my parents in their family business and leaving that in my uh, late 20s to quit everything to go to India to become a yoga teacher. Um, because I was fulfilling my parents dream uh, not mine um, and at that stage you know there was nothing about floating a crowd for me I was binge drinking definitely on the verge of alcoholism I was very 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 traumatized and used to cry every day on a Friday on the couch because my soul was crying going like you there's something wrong and I couldn't answer anybody the question like I couldn't answer them and say you, they were like my, my staff and my team used to laugh oh you're going back for Friday Friday a lot of them were my family as well so they just knew me are you going for Friday Friday I get home ball my eyes out to my partner and he'd be like what's wrong what's wrong and I was like I don't know 
I could not, I didn't know. I thought it was the relationship. I ended the relationship. Then I was like, okay, that was a few years of craziness. I'm single party girl. And then I was like, oh, actually I'm still crying. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> so I ended up being fired by my mom um, and saying, you need to leave. And I said, okay. And spirit spoke through me and said, I'm moving to India to become a yoga teacher. Um, in, as she said, I think you need to leave. I went, okay, I'm going to India to become a yoga teacher. I had gone to one yoga class a week for a year. I was not an experienced, passionate yogi, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> so I was being thrown in and I just went for it. I was like, I've actually no other option. You know, I was virtually unemployable. Like I'd been running a business for so many years. I was like, what, what am I going to do? I'm better off going to India. <laughs> so I went to India and I thought I was going for a month. I ended there for over a year and had a um, fundamental, like spiritual, like spiritual awakening um, is the only way you could kind of describe it. Everything was decided by spirit. I just let go and followed what was being presented in front of me, which led to me training in yoga, training in Reiki, in like becoming Reiki master, crystals, um, sound healing, mantras, chanting. I became like a channel so I'd be like reading things for reading cards he'd be like how do you know my name and I'd be reading cards and but so it was all like what is just happening to me it was a it was a magical 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 experience where you know I changed my life by changing my environment um, and now I teach people how to change their life by changing their environment but not moving to you don't have to move to India so it's super fun um, and it just kind of led like feng shui came back um, when I feng shui my apartment I moved back to Ireland but I ended up moving to a new city um, and just being like starting afresh because I was like my mom was like what are you going to do now and I'm like I'm moving to Dublin because I was that's what came out of my mouth and I was like okay um I moved to Dublin and set up a new life there and my friends were like what are you where are you gonna live I don't know how are you gonna get around I don't know what are you gonna do I was like I'm supposed to teach with yoga I don't know do some singing bowls um and the Mary Poppins part is very much connected to me having so many different tools that would just like pop out at whatever time needed um and then it just came very linked to prosperity over the years because I've I, like helped a lot of people um shift their basically completely shift their lives financially um, and become infinitely more abundant than they were before they met me and we feng shui their homes um, so when i got back into feng shui um it was for love um so i wanted to feng i wanted to call in love i was completely guided i moved into a new apartment stepped over the threshold of the house and said i'm not leaving here until i'm moving in with my husband and i was very single for a very long time at that time uh, at that stage many 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 years maybe a decade actually I'd imagine uh, yeah probably a decade <laughs> and um I just knew I was I'm, and I'm going to do everything I need to do in this space to call in and set my space up for love and, and I did that and um, then you know in the spiritual world especially at a small in city like Dublin and um, uh, there was a small spiritual community um, and even smaller male <laughs> spiritual community uh, and the my friends in that world were like how did you meet Ken I met my husband very soon afterwards at a shamanic firewalk um, and uh, he came into my life just like magic and um, and they all were like how did you meet this guy he's like perfect for you and he's spiritual and he takes all the boxes and I'm like yeah so I did this bunch of thing 
Um, and that was the start of them asking me about feng shui and starting kind of doing getting back in. And you know, when the teacher's ready, this when the students ready, teacher appears. Two feng shui masters arrived in Ireland, and I started working with them. And then um, uh, Ken and I moved in together. And it turns out he had feng shuied his bedroom for love. Oh my goodness! I know. So we are like two peas in a pod. Um, he, I then I was like, I'm going to train. I'm going further with this feng shui. I want to feng shui this house to get. I want to feng shui the house. And he's like, I've always want to do it. I'm going to do it too. So both of us went off and did like much deeper training together. And now we work in our business together. Um, but really, we had no idea. Like I wasn't looking for a new business. I had a very busy, like holistic practice working with clients. I wasn't looking for something new to do, you know. Um, but ultimately, when I started um, looking at the house and doing our own home, um, we had like a six-figure windfall, like how did like like so quickly. Um, and you know, I used to charge five euros for yoga class. So it wasn't this was like literally like winning the lottery. It was like, what just happened? I don't have to have a borrowed bike anymore. I can actually buy a car. Like it was just fun, amazing things. And that was really for us, we were like, wow, this stuff like works. Like, you know, it was like cool, I found my soulmate, but like this stuff really works. Um, so we we just were kind of doing, I was doing it for my clients then. And essentially what unfolded was my clients, I'd be walking down the street and they'd be like, oh, I read your email, come phone to my house. Um, so I'd walk into their house and be like, oh, this is why this is happening. Oh, so I'd have a lot of clients who were on like big, deep spiritual paths and they just weren't seeing like the biggest shift for the amount of energy and effort they were putting into it, you know? So, you know, whether it's, I just think of one woman, she used to come and she did like a lot of heaviness in her past. Um, but she used to come to me and kind of like float like a cloud out. But then she would come back in and that cloud and heaviness would have just come back in over her. And I'm like, well, there's something like, and, it, and it's like, it's available for her that, you know, fluffy joy is available because I've seen it. But why is it keep just it's just not going you know and we're we I want I don't want my clients to keep relying on me I want them to go and float like and you know yes. enjoy life that's what it's for so um this particular woman was eating all vegetarian food she used to cook two meals um for herself one for her husband one for herself she used to do qigong every morning she used to acupuncture twice a week she came to me she was doing chanting she was free. like you just go what is the holistic spiritual path to be on and she was like ticking every single box and um, and ultimately i just kind of said what's going on with the house can we just have a cup? Would you be up for me? And I just walked in and I was like, oh my God, her house is bad for people. It's it's a shrine to her past. It's this, it's this, it's this. And it was literally every time she walked into her house, it was just like her old world just came in on top of her again. Um, and once we changed that, it was like, now this cloud life because the environment has changed and all of that good stuff she'd been doing was able to really, you know, I don't know, get the rewards for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. So I have a question that came up while you were talking and I hope I can remember it because it was a little bit, it was a hot minute ago. I love your story. I love how quickly you shared all of that. Oh my goodness. I love it. Can people, so the house itself can be vibrating, have a certain energy on mm -hmm. its own, like the house that you lived in, in the row of, of homes. Can 
the individual like the client then affect the house or is the house itself that she was in um, adding to or shifting the energy. Mm, yeah, good point. What I mean? So what I, how I look at this is that it is literally, it's kind of comes almost down to like law of attraction. It's a match. So it's like whatever your energetic unconscious is, mm-hmm. it's a match. So you will end up. So people have poor limiting, like limiting. That's what that's what my sense of this is. Is that energetically you are called to a house, and um, that is a match for you. So that you basically, uh, like your unconscious, not even your consciousness. It's like complete. You do not know. You walk in. You're like, this is the house for me, and it literally is like we're best friends, and we're going to keep growing our knot, and we're going to keep you where you are. Um, and you then, and the pe- what happens is what I. I've seen is that like the it's a match so it's like two peas in a pod and then people start to evolve you know you start to change you start to evolve you start to grow you start to change your energy your vibration but your house doesn't so it becomes this like tug of war because you're not getting the progress that you want that you're you're maybe doing clearing all your money blocks and start seeing some success and I'd like one client Monica she came to me through a referral from another client and she was like I just know my house is bad for money she's like I got my biggest contract in business last week $28,000 contract and the same week all the plumbing in my house imploded guess how much it's going to cost to fix it $28,000. So it's like, it just keeps you back to where, where you, where you don't, you know, where you started. Um, So despite that, and it's not, and I think there's a little bit, which is almost like a bit of a, a relief for some people realizing that actually your house is impacting you. And it's not, it may not just be you. It's not like you have to work any harder. All you have to do is change the energetic vibration of your home. And when we do that, it then changes you. So when we talk about like balance energetic vibration of your home, for me, feng shui is a like balancing your home so it taps into spirit. So it is like basically connected to universal source energy. So your house just goes ping, and then it's in alignment. And then everybody in the house gets into alignment. Now, let's just say it's sometimes it's not comfortable when they feng shui a house because it's like, oh, you want this? Well, you're going to have to look at this and you're going to have to sort this. And, you know, um, but in the long run and in the journey of it, it is, you know, kids stop fighting. You know, it's like, what's that? That's invaluable. I have like this one lady, Tina. She was like, she's like, Patricia, my kids just fought all the time. Like, like abnormally so and her friends are like don't worry they'll get over it she's like no there's something off and like she came on one day she's like Patricia like they are hugging each other they are loving each other they're helping each other with their homework she's like I feel so calm and happy now and you know that is the biggest type of prosperity you could ask for. You know, it's like, this is, it's like when your home is in harmony, everyone in it is in harmony. And then your life is in harmony. And then you get on better with your work, more money, more joy, more just like you're tapped into that synchronistic flow. And that's where it gets super fun. Um, And where for me over the years, I just see people like grow and grow and grow and see so much fun and success and just ease in their lives. Mm. so I'm coming up with two examples because I've said this before 
to clients. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. It's in my own life, but I also don't want to say it as if you're like going to like do work with me. I'm just using it as what I felt. So we moved from the house next door to here and we rented, we moved from Florida to Iowa, to Iowa to here, which is South Carolina. And so we rented when we came here to South Carolina, because we didn't know what area, what we're going to enjoy. And never was I like lusting over this house because this was our neighbor's house. Like I didn't even like look at it. I just was like, oh, that's, that's Fred and Margaret's, you know, whatever, you know? And we loved on the house next door. We cleaned it. I energetically tried my very best because I'm not a Mm -hmm. master, tried my very best to raise its vibration. It vibrated at abandonment. And I was like, all right, what aspect of me have I abandoned? And I, I got very clear on that. So it helped me. And then when it was, when that was done, I might be explaining this completely wrong. So you can, you can insert all your, all your wisdom to help others understand. And so as soon as like all that was cleared and we were, we were good. And my, my husband, Craig has been, has with, or was doing a whole bunch of like work and up-leveling all of a sudden friends of ours were visiting from uh, Sedona and they were looking at houses. And then as they pulled in the driveway, our neighbor walked past and he was like, we're going to need to find a new owner because we're going to purchase another beautiful home. And out of my husband's mouth, without, without even like saying anything to me, he was like, we'll buy it. And I had been saying, well, first spirit has said to me in 2022, I need you, Sarah, to be vibrating at abundance. Like the, the people who are coming are wanting to step into that, that vibration. And I was like, all right, <laughs> we'll do it. So I've been practicing, practicing. And we walked into this space. At first, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for, for me to be here. A, I was like in someone else's house, but it just felt uncomfortable because obviously I wasn't quite at the vibration, the elevation of where spirits asked me to be. And as we started moving in, I just started asking the house. I was like, what do you vibrate at? You feel so different, like the whole, like the property. And it's just one degree over. Mm -hmm. And the house itself shared, because I'm I'm audible, that's how my gift, that's how Mm -hmm. I receive. And I heard, we vibrate at abundance. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like spirit line, like it lined it up. I, I feel anyways. And then, and then I heard anyone and everyone who steps in here, the house, we want it. We want them to thrive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's fun. I don't know where I'm going with that. But that was, as, as you were talking that's how I felt about two different locations. But then Mm -hmm. I'm like, but then also, I mean, if I were to hire you, then you, you're, you're sharing like, okay, the house that was vibrating at abandonment, Mm -hmm. you would be able to shift that. Yeah. And also shift the person or people that are in it. Yes. Yeah, totally. 
And just because the house is next door, it doesn't mean that it's the same energy. Like the, it's not, the, the, it's not exactly like, yeah. as in like, it's not, it could be like, it, even when, when we come to, when we do analysis on people's homes, literally, like you said, it, it's a degree, like li- it is in degrees. Like we are looking at a, at a compass and we're looking at the degrees and like a difference in five degrees on the situation of a house on a plot or the number of windows or doors on the front of a house compared to the front and the back or the shape mm-hmm. can are, will all be factors in in its like level of abundance. So there's some houses that are absolutely going to be amazing for abundance. It could be the year it's built. It could be, and it's like a whole host of different factors that create that. Um, and yeah, you just like stepped into it and even I think for me the nice thing is that whatever the feeling of the house is there's always room to you know shift an improvement in different ways like as in um we were talking a lot about abundance I think it's kind of that Mary Poppins prosperity were name that I got from just you know creating it and helping my clients with it um but there's there's also um, the fact that, you know, every part of your home represents a different part of your life. So there is the prosperity area. There's the fact that your house type could be good for money. Like literally it could be a good for money house. There's also bad for money houses um, and there's bad for people houses. So that house that we lived in when I was 15 was certainly a bad for people house. Like there was no way. And it was probably in another kind of people locked. There's all these other complex things that could have been going on with it. And um, I've actually never run the numbers on it um, I've never actually analyzed it but I did meet the guy who bought it off us I met the guy who bought it off us one day and I said to him you know with knowing what I know saying you know um he said oh how are you getting on the house he said it's a tough house to live in and I was like yeah I know and I said you know I do this work and if you ever needed me you know be sure to just ask mom and dad I'm ha- I would be happy to come and help you um but like he's you know an Irish 60 year old he's like mm, Irish male 60 year old like not into my world totally fine um uh but sorry I digress with that but in terms of um the 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 fact that there is there's it, it, it balance it looks at every part of your life so it's your health it's your career it's your your reputation your how you shine your light in the world nice. um it is your family your community um your travel support you have in your life your relationships um and that's that's what I really like about feng shui is that it's a very holistic approach to to balancing your home and life. So when when people come into our world and want to feng shui their homes, uh, it's not just like oh, they do come. They're in, they're enticed by like more abundance and you know happier home. But it's more about like for me, it's a diving into like, well, what do you want your home to support you with? Because your home obviously wants to support you. The but it's like ha- you have to like speak to it energetically. And when we put the balancing elements in and feng shui is like acupuncture for your home so what we're really doing is like tapping it into source energy using the five elements so it's like fire water metal earth wood um in specific areas based on your unique house so it's very bespoke to your home um but when we do that it then then there's this invitation of going deeper into your vision 
for where you want to go. What do you want to create? What's your bigger vision? What are you floating towards? How do you want to feel in life? And how do you want your home to support you? Because it is listening. And I love that you have that auditory um, gift. Um, my own mentor is Claire Audient, and it's it's very useful. <laughs> but um, um, And it's so interesting. Like he shares with me, um, he, he's, he's, he actually, he actually sat, it was so bizarre. He actually sat beside me at one of my feng shui master's classes. He was at it, but um, he never studied it, but he ended up with um, uh, his partner who did as well, who, who trained. So um, he said, you know, he just, he could feel the house was like talking back when he started, when they put it, started putting the remedies in. And literally within like 24 hours of one of the prosperity um, cures going into his apartment, he got an email for something that had been a family litigation thing that had been going on for 12 years, like 24 hours after putting 12 years, this kind of family legal financial thing, um, got an email saying that money's in the bank now. And he was like, yes, <laughs> you know, well, as you were talking about the woman who wants her children to get along, I, I, um, I, I felt her <laughs> because I would, my children are eight and a half and four and oh my, they, they are, well, I have a very strong personality and so does my husband. And so, so do they. And so they do not get along. And but every moment, every now and then, they do have a moment of, of love and understanding and stuff. But I was like, oh, we could punctuate this to, to create something. Yeah. Well, yeah. definitely, like, I don't know if you catch a picture of one of those really loving moments, get that into the house <laughs> in their bedrooms. <laughs> I will. I really do love you. I really do love you. <laughs> Here's a reminder. I did that. I did that too. Um, we got some family photos and last last August, and there was a precious photo that the photographer got of uh, my my oldest and I. So I framed it and put it in her room. And I was like, but nice. I also wanted to create a, like a love sanctuary just for mm -hmm. my husband and I. And so as you were talking, I was like, what other elements? could be added mm. there to make it well in your bedroom that's where you do the love sanctuary like no family photos just a picture of you <laughs> and your partner I did like, that I, I even made like poster size like 16 by 20 nice, <laughs> nice. and nice. I was like my, my parents came to visit and I was like the pictures of you will not be going into this love sanctuary and my, my mother's like oh, okay Sarah <laughs> you can't have them too big like i uh we'll have them in the family room but we're not gonna have my kids and my parents hanging out watching us while we're <laughs> you see oh my god and some people don't get it and then when i actually do say it to people i'm like do you want them watching bed? and they're like no and they're like here go quickly running to the bedroom to take all family photos. and i've seen like people having photos of their parents yeah their parents or their grandparents or their friends, just our spiritual statues, you're like inappropriate. Um, but I do, you know, the pictures cannot be big enough. Um, I'm just thinking of a, a, a client of ours who, when we lived in Bali, um, Ken went over to just give her some advice for her bedroom. And she really wanted to call in love. So she got some prints printed and I, she had no idea of the scale of what she was ordering, but she ended up with these 
massive like a1 pictures on canvas like photo like prints printed onto canvas of like couples so there was one particular one that was super cute it was like a guy and a girl she was like on her tippy toes reaching up to him and a hug and you could just see her long hair and his head super cute and she had like two other they were humongous like massive so they basically took over the room I was like well you know where else to put them so great Anyways, a few weeks later, she um, came over to ours and she was like, I've met someone. I'm like, no way. Like, literally, if there was, that was like her main focal. She's like, I've met someone. I was like, great. Like, these are lovely pictures of things that she'd want to be doing with her partner. So when she introduced us to him, because I had seen those pictures that she printed and how huge they were. Um, when she sent me the pictures, and I was like, oh my God, he's the exact same as the guy. <laughs> same height difference. The same like head hairstyle, like same kind of color, sandy hair, same body type. It was just like, oh my God, that picture was actually of him and her. She totally manifested the exact picture. So I've had so many crazy, amazing, uh, crazy and amazing examples. Like that is a really positive one. We've had other, like one lady um, in my program, like realized that like for 13 years she'd been going out with her friends and they she'd been saying to them do I have mistress written on my forehead like what is it like what why do married men like always approach me what the hell so once she came into the program and was like doing all the work putting doing all the things and became to artwork section and she posted a photo um, and was like I cannot believe it and she said, I have been saying this thing, asking my friends, but this is the picture that's been in my bedroom for these, since I moved in here for these 13 years. And it's a picture of a woman on her own. Not good at all, but it's a picture of Van Gogh, by Van Gogh of his mistress. Oh my. Oh my Man. God. Obviously, especially like we will be removing this. She got rid of it, but also it was just this like, oh my god, like what have I been? And I think like for me with that, I'm just like it's just a timing thing. Like you weren't ready, and that was who you were. That was what you were energetically called to put up to buy unconscious, completely, you know. But it's it now is time for change, and you want change, so you just just change your environment, and it'll help you change your life. Yes. So we'll just end on that because that's a great, I was going to say, and any other final advice? Um, change, change your life, change your environment. Is that what you just said? Yeah. It's on Por Favor one more time. <laughs> if you want to change your life, all you have to do is change your environment. Oh, I love it. And how do we connect with you? So if you want to come to patricialohan.com, I have lots of great things there for you. I have a quiz. You can find out what type your house is. I also have a free feng shui training that goes through the five different things that feng shui consultants or masters never tell you. <laughs> and I want people to understand and know that. Um, and I also have some guides on prosperity, abundance, feng shui in your office, all the different things that you can, um, you know, get started with doing some feng shui yourself in your home. I have a podcast, Instagram, it's all there, all awesome. there. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, so our conversation. I absolutely loved it. I know. It was amazing. I feel like I was floating on a cloud. <laughs> All right. Bye, love. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Thank you.